Hello, everyone, and welcome to People Who Are Somehow Important to My Well-Being, the podcast. I'm Sydney, and I'm the host and the creator of the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Madeline Bourgeois, who is currently playing Frenchie in Greece on Royal Caribbean's Independence of the Seas. Hi! Oh my god, <laughs> your background. <laughs> I know. I was like, let me find the most quiet place that I can on this island. So, uh, since it's called People Who Are Somehow Important to My Well-Being, I like to start with telling my guests kind of why they're here and how they're important to my well-being. So, I found, like, who you were because I'm a huge Mean Girls fan and, like, Audrey obviously went to Texas State and she posted whenever your like Susicle videos were posted she posted them and I was in Susicle twice I also happened to play Gertrude McFuzz the second time (laughs) that is a universal theater going experience if you haven't played Gertrude McFuzz you haven't lived honestly I know I know (laughs) um she has a special place in my heart I'm sure (laughs) yours as well but so I saw like the videos and I was like oh my god first of all the way that you guys took Susical was like uh, so crazy. Like we yeah. ours was very much it was when I was in high school, it was very much yeah. so like Susical as it is. But right. I like, like, cartoon. like but I was like, I cannot like the choices you made, like it was so good. I like still watch those videos. <laughs> Thank um, you. But I also saw the senior showcase and like the iconic white horse and all that. Yeah. So that's how I found you. <laughs> I just want to talk to you more. So yeah, of course. Ah, oh, thank Welcome. you. <laughs> that's so funny. You know, Adriana and I lived together all four years of college. Oh, really? She was like my fresh- she was my freshman year roommate, and I used to play Mean Girls in our dorm all of the time. And she would be like, "Turn that off! I don't want to listen to it." Oh, when God. she ended up booking the job, I like sent her the videos, and I was like, "The universe is like playing a really funny joke on you right now. I just want you to remember." <laughs> Like, you used to get on me for playing World Burn, and now you're, that's your job. Singing World Burn. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. With the Susical thing as well, like, it's so funny that you bring that up because you don't even know how many messages I got or, like, comments on videos I received being like, I was in Susical once, and it's so funny because Susical was, like, my first musical I ever did, and it was very much, like, the Dr. Seuss cartoon version. Like, we wore feathers and things, and then it was, it was pretty, like, special and bittersweet for it to be, like, my last show in an educational setting because it was like the first thing I ever did and then the last thing I ever did but a completely different like reimagination of it yeah. and I I just remember like our first rehearsal we saw like all the costume renderings and the set renderings and everyone in the room was like right <laughs> okay but it actually ended up being one of like the best experiences ever yeah well I can tell you I did it the Dr. Seuss way twice <laughs> But usually when I talk to people of the theater realm, I like to start Mm -hmm. asking, like, how did you get into theater? So like every other little girl, I feel like my mom enrolled me in dance class like a very young age. But it was very apparent that I wasn't so much interested (laughs) in like the dancing as I was the singing. Like I feel my mom has told me stories like we would do little ballet routines to like Disney music. But instead of like following the teacher, I would just like belt out into song. (laughs) And so I kind of... Of, like did competition dance and I kind of did like a choir thing but I didn't really know that there was something that meshed the two together and so then I was in elementary school and like the theater teacher came up to me was like you should try out we're doing Susical and I was like what and ever since then it was 
it was kind of game over. I was like, I don't want to do competition dance. I don't want to do choir. Like I want to do what allows me to put the two together. And that was musical theater. Um, and it was definitely like a learning experience because no one in my family had ever done anything like this. Like no one in my family really works in the arts. My mom's a teacher and my dad like works a regular job, like a normal human. So they kind of navigated this whole industry with me, which which has been fun because, you know, I didn't really have any expectations. So every opportunity that presents itself is kind of like, well, yeah, let's just try that. Let's go to school for musical theater or let's, you know, audition for a cruise line kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's how I got started. So then you decided to go to Texas State. Yeah. What led you to that decision? Well, I went to two high schools. So like, you know, Victorious and how they go to a performing arts high school. That's- right. I went to one of those. <laughs> so cringy but when I tell people who like don't know about that I kind of have to explain it like that (laughs) I went to school from like 7 30 in the morning to 6 30 every day like went to like regular school in the morning and went to like performing arts high school at night so it was truly living like Hannah Montana life all four years of high school it was insane um and then it came to like the end of my junior senior year and I was like I think I want to audition for musical theater schools because like that's just what everyone does but also like I feel like I should do that I don't know it was it was weird um and so I auditioned for I think 14 schools in America and ended up auditioning for Texas State at Chicago Unifieds and I remember I found Texas State not from their TikTok because it didn't exist at the time but from <laughs> their YouTube channel mm-hmm. um and I like went down a Texas State rabbit hole and I, re- I have like a vivid memory of having it on my bad laptop and like running into my mom's room and being like look at this school like it's in Texas because I'm from New Orleans so it wasn't super far away like I'm in love with them uh I think like I want to audition for them and ended up auditioning for them in Chicago Unifieds it was my last audition of my college audition experience and instantly like when I walked in the room I was I, I knew like I was like oh these these are the people that I trust with the next four years and that I want to be with and ended up getting accepted and going there there was never really like a doubt in my mind to consider any other school and I feel like it was one of the best decisions of my life to go there um and I miss it so much but yeah that's how I ended up there it was it was crazy so I actually have a video of my like 15 minute audition from Chicago because our professor like filmed them all so they could take them back and she sent it to me like the day before I graduated and I just stopped. I just sobbed because I was like, oh my God, number one, ick. Like I gave myself the ick. But also just like to see that person and then like who I was uh, at the end of the four years. It was, it was really cool. Aww. So yeah. <laughs> I, did, I had no idea what Texas State was, honestly, until yeah. um, Adriana joined the cast. Yeah, media. and it, it's kind of it's kind of cool because, like, I feel like it's gained a lot of traction in the last like two or three years because of like the social media aspect, and it is like a fairly new program. So now a lot of alumni are starting to like really show up on like people's radar. So it's kind of been cool to to be a part of that or to know those people and be like, yeah, like that that's my college roommate like look at her that's my best friend I was interviewing like over zoom for a job because I thought I was going to move to New York City like after graduation so I graduated in May Mm -hmm. our senior showcase was put out thought that Broadway was going to ring by phone and they didn't 
Um, <laughs> spoiler alert, they didn't. The only email I got from my senior showcase was from Royal Caribbean, was from like a music director in Royal Caribbean being like, you should just upload these videos to our casting profile. Like we, j- it's just kind of like a pool. We'll go through the videos. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Literally uploaded White Horse and while my life began in my headshot resume and was like, bye. Right. And I remember the day I went in for this Grease audition was the day that the TikTok of me singing the Tangled song was put out. And so I walked into the audition room and one of the people behind the table was like, I just saw this TikTok. Is this you? And I was like, yes. And then I was interviewing for a job and another girl for a, for a bridal company because my, my muggle job was like selling wedding dresses for like throughout college and I was interviewing for a shop in New York City and a girl was like also I was before you Paige and I saw this video is this you and I was like yes <laughs> so you never know like social media and, and the power of our phones you never know who is gonna <laughs> ask you about the whole working on a shit process and how that came to be because I don't I I, I guess like I knew that like there were like shows on ships but the one I went on didn't like right we had we had figure skating that was about it yeah yeah so Royal Caribbean in itself all of the ships have some form of entertainment but there's like a like a small amount of ships that have like Broadway musicals Mm -hmm. so like in their canon they have two ships have grease they have Mamma Mia hairspray we will rock you cats Saturday Night Fever and then they just announced that the newest ship's gonna have Wizard of Oz and um those are like full-length broadway musicals like full out wigs costumes like essentially what you would see on in new york or on tour um and most if not all of the people in them like have some sort of degree in musical theater um and then like the other ships have production shows which also have storylines and also are full out with wigs and costumes but they're not like grease or something you'd see and so i'm on the independence of the sea she's right there (laughs) and uh Um, we do we do grease four times a week and i remember like in college i kind of always was in the mindset that after graduated i wanted to travel and then when covid hit and we had zoom school i was like i definitely want to travel because sitting in this one place like i just i want to experience life while i'm young and i don't know i just i was like new york city is always going to be there and i have yet to see so many places that i want to see um and so like i told you earlier from our senior showcase nothing really happened and I remember going to our professor's house and being like did I choose the wrong career which is very dramatic uh <laughs> she sat me down and she's like you'll be fine Madeline yeah take a deep breath and then a week later I got an email for this audition it was really quick flew to New York did a like a singing audition did a dance audition read some some scenes and like went home and like a week later I found out I booked the job and I was like, wow, this is, I I am so incredibly lucky that this was this quick and that I got this job. And like, oh, yeah, that's, I really do believe. (laughs) No, and I I honestly, like, I I found it, it was really, it was really sweet. I found a journal, like, when I was packing up my college room of like me writing down all my goals. And like, I think I actually did this with my roommates, but like, one of the things was like, I will be paid to travel and like, I will book a a cruise out of college. And I don't know, like, people call it different things, manifestation, like, speaking into existence, whatever. But I really do believe like, because I had that goal for so long, like it, it did come true. And so I'm incredibly lucky to, uh, to have this job and to have this experience so young, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's, been, it's been a blast. It's definitely, it's definitely different living on a cruise ship and not having like a home. Like my home is 
also home to like 10,000 people a week. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world, honestly. Does it ever get boring? Like going to the same? Yeah, it, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. You know, like the service is, is not ideal. I've definitely learned to not rely on my phone and like, we only go to Port Canaveral, which is Orlando, basically, Coco Cay and Nassau. Um, so that does get boring, but it's really about how, like what you what you make it. I have some of I made some of like the best friends ever here, and and we really challenged ourselves to you know do different things, excursions, do things that creatively fulfill us, whether it be like silly like photo shoots or singing or whatever just to kind of switch up the days but yeah it does get boring but how I I don't know sometimes when I'm like I'm bored I'm like let me take a deep breath and remind myself like where I am right now right in the Bahamas like I can't complain <laughs> my palm trees behind you yeah yeah my my empty, my private beach right here because no one wants to be here <laughs> my sense of time is like it's gone oh I'm sure I've I've been on the ship since January and like it feels like I've lived on the ship for a decade but also I've only been there for like a month right because our turnaround days are so quick so like everything's just so fast-paced right how long is like the cruise week or like how many days so yeah so we have it's a four day a three day a four day a three day so we get new guests every Monday and Friday so today's Saturday so we got new guests yesterday they'll get off on Monday like a really short cruise, um, which means we do Greece a lot and we do our other show a lot. But it's nice to have like a set schedule of what we're doing. What days do you do Greece? We do Greece um, on Sunday nights and Thursday nights. Two shows, always a two doche. It's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other days, like, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah, this is like the universal question that everyone <laughs> asks me. Um, so we on the four day cruise on Tuesday nights, we have a production show, probably like the Mariner hat or something. And it's called Invitation to Dance. And the Frenchie like track is the swing, like the universal swing for it all. So they have two shows. I've only done them once because one of the girls got ill. Um, but I always go just in case. So like I have to be on call for that like a like a swing on a tour right, right. or a Broadway show would be. Um, luckily, I live right under the theater, so it's not hard to get a hold of me. Um, and then on Wednesday night, I have like a set that I have to sing in our, our jazz lounge. So I sing like a jazz set with one of the other boys in the show. And then we have like an open piano bar that isn't like mandatory, but... My friend and my friend Jack and I will always go and like sing so show fun. tunes and sing sing show tunes and be cringe and like it is so nice because that's like the only time we really get to interact with the guests right and we've had so many people come up to us oh I'm in school for musical theater or, oh my daughter does musical theater like right. can they take a picture with you and you know kind of like the people will shout out requests uh, I think what was it my friend Jack saying like all oh, that jazz last Wednesday and I was like yeah we're never gonna do that again that was <laughs> that was that was horrible um and then Thursday nights will be Greece and then we do have like regular duties like I do have to work muster sometimes um or like we do have drills like to practice what would happen in case of an emergency on the ship um but yeah that that's really it do you have to and help people like get on the ship and stuff like that no, 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 no. The only the only job I really do on those days is like, you know, when you go on a cruise ship and you have to go to your emergency station and they're like, yeah. this is where you'd go. I have to do that every other week ish, Oh, um, which isn't bad. It kind of is humbling <laughs> and makes me feel like normal. 
It's right. just hot. It's so hot in Port Canaveral and and here especially. Well, and it's, it's the summer and you're in the Bahamas. Right. Yeah, I keep forgetting it's I went to Disney World yesterday and I was dying. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, how do people go to Disney World in the summer? It's horrible. I know. So hot. Gotten to the habit. Like if we come to an island on a grease day, like I just won't even get off because the sun will just wipe me out. It's so suffocatingly hot. I my mom just was on the ship and I wasn't wearing sunscreen and she's like, Is your skin just used to it? And I was like, I think so because yeah. don't really burn anymore. I'll get a little burned, but not like how I see guests when they're like at dinner and they're full on lobster vibes. Yeah. Do you get to eat like in the I have so many questions about the cruise ship yeah no you go <laughs> ahead sure like with everyone else or are you like... so it's kind of funny and it does depend on like what ship you're on and your role so like what you're hired as because it goes by like a stripe so if you ever see an officer or like uh someone who looks important on a ship they have like stripes on the side of their shirt and so right now I'm technically like a two and a half striped officer which means I can eat in the windjammer buffet or like I can go to the Starbucks on the ship and like I can go in public areas um and I have that privilege but some people don't so it's kind of like a funny line so I do get dressed up and we have to dress up like I can't just go in like my leggings and the t-shirt like I have to be in uniform which is like a summer dress and like some sandals which I don't mind at the end of the day but sometimes I'm like I just want to wear sweatpants and like a hoodie um so if I'm feeling up to it, I'll slip on a dress and go eat in guest area because it just feels nice to like get out of crew area and feel normal. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I do have I do have that privilege, which is which is nice. Do you I don't always do it though. <laughs> Are you gonna move after the cruise? I think I wanna do another one. Oh. I don't think I wanna do I don't I don't know. I would do this show again and this ship again, but I also would like to do in an ideal world, like another ship or another show and just to kind of have like a change of scenery and a change of pace. Uh, but I will have to like re-audition and stuff. So I'll get home. Know you. Yeah, exactly. And like, but... yeah, yeah. And, and it is a thing and it is comforting if anything to know, like if I walk into audition room, like all those people I've worked with and they know me and they, and they ha- can watch video footage of me and they know like are worth a work ethic and those things um but I will get I'm gonna get home right in time for like Thanksgiving and Christmas so I'm kind of like uh I I don't want to move anywhere because I have to fly home anyways and then hopefully like right when the new year begins like re-audition and um and have that secured and then kind of kind of go from there as to what I want to do I'm I'm not ready to move to New York City yet I don't know I feel like I want to travel a little bit more and just I don't blame you this while (laughs) while I'm young while I don't have a lease while I don't have a dog like well, I'm kind of just string no strings attached right you know what I mean I mean I feel like for me it would be a constant vacation or like at least the thought but then like you're, yeah you know. it is at first I was like wow this is it's a lot but I it's taken some discipline to be like right I can't live like I'm on vacation every day and especially it being my first contract like I had no idea what to expect they only right. had other people's experiences but other people's experiences are helpful but obviously it's not going to be your experience right right um and you know I I was told like from people I work with and and from listening to podcasts or like I would go down TikTok rabbit holes with like cruise ship performers like it's not for everyone no job is for everyone but like it really isn't for everyone it can be really isolating it can be really sad or it can be really joyful people love it right um, I have lucked out like I, I do love it and it is it is like I think beneficial but it does it, it just depends on the person right but I guess you don't know I guess you don't know until you try so right. I'm like yeah let me go for it <laughs> when I don't get off the ship I can tell because I'm like 
in a bad headspace. I have it like I just feel, you know, even if it's like as silly as walking to a McDonald's and like getting a nice coffee and walking back to the ship, just like normal things are like I'll Uber to a TJ Maxx in a Starbucks just to feel like normal. Feel and like, yeah, just to feel something. I like walk into a TJ Maxx, take a deep breath and I'm like, I'm home. But like part of me, I don't know. It, it's kind of like your industry as well. Like there's no one thing you have to do. Like I don't have to do live musical theater the rest of my life. Like I can right. try my hand at TV film or, right. you know, you know, wh- whatever. Right. And it's like, there's so many places I could live. It's just making that, making that leap is, right. is hard. This was really lucky. So when COVID hit, I was supposed to do like summer stock, mm-hmm. which is like theater right. during the summer, but obviously it was kaputz and it was gone. <laughs> and so I was on like LinkedIn or something randomly, like looking for jobs because I paid for college myself. And so I was like, I need to make money somehow. And I ended up coming across like a job posting to work at a bridal shop. And I was like, well, I've always loved to say yes to the dress. And like, <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I like can talk to people. So I was like, let me apply, got an interview. The owner had faith in me. And like, ever since then, always my muggle job was like, selling wedding dresses and from that like it kind of got me into like modeling for them or like going on tv for them or whatever so like and I loved it I really really loved it and like always throughout college I was like if all else fails like if musical theater isn't what I'm meant to do like I can I can do this like I really love it granted like it's really happy everyone's always happy to be there it's all girls it's very you know feminine and fun and it kind of is like it's kind of is like a show like you're putting on like a little show because like people have a theme for their wedding or a vision but I I think that had like such a positive impact on on my life and my mental health because like I loved my job versus like I had friends that you know were servers or were you know and they were just like I I don't this isn't what I want to do. It has right. nothing oh, with what I want I to do. I could never work in food. I just... No. Not no. not to say, like, it's not beneficial or that it, it people don't love it. But, you know, even if a job isn't, exa- isn't 100% ideal, something that kind of goes along the lines of with what you want or could help you right. become a producer or whatever. Do you know right. what I mean? So you're done in November. November. Oh, so. So my contract's a year. So I rehearsed in Miami from November till January at um, like North Miami. They have like a big, beautiful rehearsal studio there. And then I've been on the ship since January and I'll leave November 6th. But it's kind of fun because there'll be a crossover. So like I'll get to meet the new cast and everything. They'll come middle of October and kind of watch what we do and it's like a period called install they install their new show and then we'll leave and they'll take over like living sweet life of Zach and or sweet life yeah sweet life on deck I am in sweet life on deck it's like a mix between like below deck sweet life on deck (laughs) victorious and it's like Love Island because everyone I live with is from the UK. (laughs) (laughs) I'm jealous are you drinking a Duncan are you drinking a Duncan god I'm so jealous I'm sure you missed that. I like, I just miss making coffee or like buying coffee. My coffee bill, like on turnaround day, I think I buy like three coffees in one day. I'm like, I want to go here, 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 like Starbucks, local place, like whatever. Cause I'm like, I can't drink it on the ship anymore. I'm done. What is your Dunkin' order? It's like a vanilla latte that's so boring and basic, but it just, it hits. (laughs) Yeah, it just hits. I don't know. That's what I get. For anyone listening, where can they find you on social media? Sure. So because I live on a ship, my social media is a bit sparse, but I'm pretty regular on Instagram at Madeline Bourgeois. And also my TikTok, I think it's actually also at Madeline Bourgeois, but with two S's. You're going to have to spell that. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Let me sing it for you. This is how my mom taught me how to spell my name. M-A-D-E-L-E-I-N-E. <laughs> at Madeline Bourgeois. At M-A-D-E-L-E-I-N-E. B-O-U-R-G-E-O-I-S. Lots of lots of vowels. That's why I was hired as spreadsheet because it was just a it was just a name thing. <laughs> I'm sure people say it all wrong all the time. Oh my god, yeah. Or people start speaking to me in French and I'm like, no. <laughs> all right, well I'll let you go and enjoy your uh, yeah, thank you. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's so nice meeting you and speaking you to you. Too. That's all for this week's episode of People Who Are Somehow Important to My Wellbeing. Make sure you follow at Important to My Wellbeing Pod on Instagram and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts.